Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Estás escuchando el Soy Violento Soy Macabro podcast. Yo soy Dee. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy los llevaremos a Madrid, España. According to the National Institute of Drug Abuse, comorbidity is a term given to an individual who has two or more disorders or illnesses occurring at the same time or one after the other. It does not necessarily mean that one caused the other, and at times it is hard to identify which happened first. Alberto Sanchez Gomez was an individual who suffered from a mental health illness and frequently consumed alcohol and other substances. Even after being hospitalized, he refused to obtain the help, and unfortunately, this led Alberto to commit the most cruel and heartless crime anyone that knew him could imagine. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Alberto ahora es conocido como el caníbal de ventas. Se le dio este nombre ya que el crimen que él cometió sucedió en un barrio en la ciudad de Madrid llamado Ventas. Interesting. So, no se conoce mucho de la niñez de, de Alberto, mm -hmm. pero lo que sí sabemos es que en el 2008 su papá murió de cáncer. Oh, wow. María Soledad Gómez, quien fue la mamá de Alberto, se convirtió en una mamá soltera, una madre soltera, de creando a dos niños, Alberto de 9 y Miguel de 11. So you could imagine, you know, single mom with two young kids. 
yeah. this really impacted it's the like, family. Yeah. La mamá, María, cae en depresión y empieza a tomar alcohol frecuentemente. La pérdida de su padre fue muy difícil para Alberto y aquí fue cuando la relación con su mamá empezó a, a caer. Se ha dicho que a los 13 años Alberto empezó a tomar y a fumar marihuana, pero nunca tuvo problemas en la escuela. Mm -hmm. He actually received a scholarship. Oh, wow. Okay. So, le llaman la beca Erasmus and to go st study abroad. Oh, okay. Y eso lo llevó a estudiar contabilidad y finanzas en Grecia. Nice. He went to Greece. He went to Greece. Yeah. Um, desafortunadamente, ahí fue cuando empezó a juntarse con personas que lo llevaron a experimentar con otro tipo de sustancias, okay. otro tipo de drogas. El criminalista nocturno reportó que una de esas drogas eran sales de baño. Basalts. Mm -hmm. So, the National Institute of Drug Abuse um, reports the following. Synthetic cathinones, a.k.a. basalts, are sometimes sold cheaper. So, they're like a cheaper version of molly, ecstasy, or cocaine. The National Institute of Drug Abuse continues to report the following. So, this is in quotations. Quote, a study found that methylene dioxypyrovalerone, acronym MDPV, which is a common synthetic cathinone, affects the brain in a manner similar to cocaine, but is at least 10 times more powerful, unquote. Oh, wow. So these are powerful drugs. Yeah. The side effects consist of the following. Paranoia, hallucinations, aggressive violent behavior, increased sex drive, panic attacks. There's like a loss of sense of reality. Like hallucinations kind of? So like um, they don't, yeah, like they don't understand like the what's real and what's not. Okay. Um, suicidal thinking, psychosis, severe depression, and other health issues. Oh. So there's a lot of bad negative side effects. Why would you want to do that to yourself? Yeah. For some reason, it has been linked to cannibalism. Okay. I don't know Wait. if you remember this. Yes. There's yes. a case. Yes. That yeah. happened here in the United States. Yes. In Miami. Yes. It was in 2012. Yes. I remember that case. Yes. Because I remember, what do you mean bath salts? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, we were all like, what is this? I was yeah. scared when I heard of this. I like, was like, cannibalism. I was like, there's a drug that makes people want to do this. So, where, what happened here, um, because maybe you remember, um, Rudy Eugene. They saw him. He was naked on the streets of Miami. Mm -hmm. He was attacking another man. Mm -hmm. He put this man's pants down. He beat him up and he bit his face off. You remember that? Yes. And then the police get there, and he's, like, growling at the police very... Aggressively. Very, like, yeah, almost, like, aggressive, animalistic, very, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, because of his aggressive, violent behavior, mm -hmm. the police assume he had consumed basalts. Interesting. They assume that. But I learned I did not know this part. Toxicology results showed that there was no... Like, Nothing. this drug was not in his system. What? There was only marijuana. Okay, no. You know what? THC doesn't do that. <laughs> That's all they found. 
So I didn't know this part. I thought it was just bath salts. I just remember on the news, everything was like bath salts. Don't exactly. consume bath salts. It'll yeah. turn you into a cannibalist. Yes, yeah. I remember that. And I, I saw a video of, um, they actually interviewed his girlfriend. Oh, okay. And she, in the interview, she's all like, he, she never, he never drank alcohol in front of her. He never smoked. He, she only saw him once smoke marijuana. Yeah. So she's all like, no. That, that can't be possible. Him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So now I can see like why they like why they say that it probably was bath salts because remember there's like a lot of aggressiveness a lot of violence mm-hmm. when you t- this is one of the the symptoms of it the side effects yeah. of this of this substance Archivo Criminal stated that Miguel um, Alberto's brother older brother mm-hmm. actually went looking for Alberto in Greece Okay because they did not know of him. They weren't, they didn't know what was going on. They hadn't heard from him. So he goes to Greece to look for him. Mm-hmm. A friend tells Miguel that Alberto was at the embassy of Spain. Okay. So Miguel goes, and when he gets there, Alberto was frantic. He told his brother that he was robbed, that they took everything from him, and that they're going to kill them. Someone was going to kill them. So Miguel's like, what's going on? The police informed Miguel that Alberto was having hallucinations. That he was making all these things up. (laughs) So Miguel decides to bring Alberto back to Spain. And he started living with their mom again. During this time, he did work as a waiter. Just as a side note. El con el... No sé bien cuándo cuando estos reportes empezaron, pero en total él tenía 12 antecedentes policiales. Oh, wow. Alberto had 12. Damn. Many of them fueron por maltrato contra su mamá. Oh. Yeah, okay. Vecinos reportaron que Alberto y María discutían mucho, que oían gritos, ruidos y golpes. Muchos también han reportado que encontraban, miraban a María con moretones en la cara y en los brazos. Oh. Ya. Yeah. Pero que cuando le preguntaban qué pasó, que María les decía que el perro que tenían ellos, que se le había metido a María, que se trompezó y que se pegó. So she always blamed the dog. Yeah. For the bruises. Ella le pone una orden de restricción a Alberto. Oh. So she actually puts... Yeah, uh, she, she like, tries to, like, you know, put a stop to it, yeah. So, I'm not sure, it doesn't say, like, the time, but a lot of people report that they will see him in the street drunk, either drunk, um, drugged up. He was just out. Many say that he would sleep in the street. Others said that he would stay with friends or with other family members. Mm-hmm. Haya sido lo que haya sido. Al final, aunque María puso la orden de restricción, uh-huh. ella lo dejó entrar a la casa de nuevo. Porque ella no quería que obviamente su hijo estuviera viviendo pues en la, la calle. En la calle. You know, it's a mom's kind of like heart. Yeah. yeah. María se quejaba mucho con Miguel, con el older brother uh-huh. de Alberto. 
se quejaba mucho del comportamiento de Alberto, que hasta en una ocasión dijo en enero del 2019, ella le dijo a Miguel que lo quería hospitalizar otra vez. Because of how his behavior yeah. was worsening. The reporter Fernando Rosso, when the actual crime happened, they went to start interviewing the neighbors. Yeah. One neighbor um, stated that they witnessed Alberto hitting his mom. And another said that everything that was being said about Alberto was a lie. Oh, wow. Yeah. This person said that he seemed calm and that he only smoked cigarettes. Okay. Dijeron poros, so poros, cigarettes. Yeah. And that he would walk his dog when he would have an argument with his mom. Almost like a coping skill. Like, okay. you know, like, oh, you're having an argument with someone. We'll just go outside take and a take a walk and yeah. you'll cool down. So that's what it kind of, they, like how they I interpret it. it. Seem, yeah. yeah. Not sure of the time, but throughout his life, Alberto was hospitalized three times. Okay. Like, in a hospital. Yeah. He was, a, like, almost like a psychiatric, oh, like, home. Yeah. En el Hospital Universitario de la Princesa en Madrid, él fue diagnosticado con delirio persecutorio. So he was said to have perse persecutory delusions. He was placed on medication, but he refused to take it. Which obviously yeah. worsened his symptoms. Someone with persecutory delusions believes that there are people who are out to, to hurt them. Yeah. When there isn't any evidence to justify their thinking. So if you think about it in Greece, that's kind of what was like going was going okay. on. This type of thinking can be a symptom of multiple diagnosis. So you can actually see these type of delusions on a person with schizophrenia. Uh, someone with bipolar disorder. It's also a subtype of delusional disorder. And it can also be seen with someone who has severe depression with psychotic features. Interesting. So it yeah. can... It could it could kind of, like, be presented within various... All these disorders. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I mean, if he's having, like, these kind of, like, you know, hallucinations of people are coming after him, I assumed it would have been, like, schizophrenia or, or bipolar disorder. But, like, I had no idea that it could be, like, like seen other. in others, other um, mental Other diagnosis. Yes. Yeah. Um, and later on, it'll get more interesting because you said schizophrenia. So, later on, you'll kind of see what was said in the, like, in the actual hearing. Okay. So, this can be treated with antipsychotics, mm -hmm. um, mood stabilizers, or any antidepressants, and also therapy. Okay. I did not hear in, I did not hear or see in any of the reports that he, what type of medication he was on or if he received therapy. Okay. So I'm not too, not yeah. too sure. Or how, or how long he was being hospitalized for. Okay. People started to notice his behavior worsened as his substance use increased. And he sometimes wouldn't make any sense on what he would say. He once also stated that he wanted to kill his mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. El 21 de febrero del 2019, una amiga de María, de María Soledad Gómez, la mamá de Alberto, va a las autoridades y les dice que ella está preocupada de María, por María, porque no ha escuchado de su amiga for over a month. Oh, wow. Okay. And she's worried because, you know, she knows, she has like, 
an idea of the, the stuff Alberto's been in. And she's just worried. She's concerned. Yeah. So authorities, you know, they're like, okay, we'll go check to see what's what's going on. This reminds me of the Ingrid Escamilla, the case that we did a few weeks back mm-hmm. when, like, the authorities are going into a home, just checking in. Yeah, like, like a health check kind of thing. Let's go see what's going on. Not expecting once what? they go in there to see everything that they see. Oh, wow. Oh, Because wow. this one reminds me of Ingrid's case. Oh, my God. I can't. Yes. So I want to prepare all of you yeah. for the information that I'm about to go in. Okay. Because it's it's a lot. Okay. So police arrive. And so here is where many reports say different things. And I'm just going to give you guys everything so you guys can... Kind of come up with your own conclusion. Kind of yeah. Way. So this is what they're reporting. Some say that when Alberto opens the door, um, he tells them that his mom is home. But that she's dead. Interesting. No emotions. No remorse. She's here, but está muerta. Others say that he seems very nervous y que no quería dejar a la policía entrar. Okay. En otro miré que, que decían que él corrió, like, al final de, un, de una, like, in a, like a hall, like, mm-hmm. del corridor, más corrió. Mm-hmm. So, not sure which one, but that's what the reports are being said. It determines that he was in the house. Yeah. Okay. He, in all of them, what's the... the, the the, the similar thing is that he was in the house. He did open the door. Okay. So they go into one of the rooms. And here, very different things are also being said. Okay. But they do see something in the room. They find the mom's head and one ear on the bed. En otro dijeron que encontraron la cabeza y las manos... Hasta, al, hasta el corazón lo encontraron en la cama de la mamá. Oh, my God. Yeah. The heart? They found parts of the mom in the bed. Alberto confesó que había tenido una discusión con su mamá y que mientras ella hacía el desayuno, él la agarró del cuello y la arcó. His own mom. I can't. I know. This it broke my heart. Like he killed his mom, dude. Like especially like the de- depicting that scene of like, oh, oh my, my mom went. My mom goes out to make breakfast. I'm just gonna murder her. Like to me, that's heartbreaking. It is. Like why? How? I I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just it. Oh God, it gets worse. Yes, it does. Él dice que la cortó a pedazos con una sierra de carpintero y dos cuchillos de la cocina. Oh, no. Encontraron restos de María. I just, my face, like, oh, God. Encontraron restos de María en contenedores de Tupperware. All around the house. What? He cut her into pieces. And the pieces of her remains, he put them in Tupperware. All around the house. What? En la casa del perro, también se encontraron pedazos de carne de María. Pedazos de María. 
algunos órganos fueron encontrados en el basurero del edificio. Ya. So he literally, oh my god, it, you're right, this one does remind me of that case. Because mm -hmm. he's like trying his best to like dispose of the body any way he can. Oh yeah, but this one he just, he continued making it worse. Because if you remember, in el caso de Ingrid, la cortó y trató de deshacerse, throwing her, um, disposing her in the toilet, and then... Like in, like throwing it like... Drenaje. Yeah, and, De la calle. Yeah. and then like he took her to different parts in a body bag and ended up like giving it to the dogs Feeding. also. Yeah, feed the dogs. Yes, yeah. so on this one también hay un perro. And they found traces of Maria inside the dog's home. Algunas partes del... El dijo que algunas partes del cuerpo de su mamá él las cocinó y otras se las comió crudas. Oh my God. Y que le dio pedazos al perro. Oh no. After he killed his mom, cut her up into pieces. He ate parts of her body. Oh Some raw and others he cooked it. I know. That's why I had to give you guys a warning because it just it's so it inhumane. Worse. What he did. Like, it literally combines both the case that I did of cannibalism yeah. and the case the of uh, Ingrid. Yeah. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. It's disturbing. It is. Encontraron mil pedazos del cuerpo de María. Oh, my God. Mil pedazos. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, you can imagine... It complicates the case more. Yes. Because where do they start? Like, it makes it hard to confirm when she was killed. Because there's so many pieces. Pieces of her. And there's some missing because this disgusting monster ate her and fed her to their dog. Wow. El después en el juicio reportó that he didn't remember killing his mom cutting her up and eating her yeah how can yeah no he also said que él desde los 15 años escuchaba voces oh wow okay mm-hmm pero he said que él nunca dijo nada porque las voces lo amenazaban. Okay. And in a lot of these reports, they say that the voices were familiar, that they were voices of his friends, family members, and even celebrities. Interesting. Yeah. So they're not sure when... Maria was killed. Okay. At first, it was said that he had killed her a month before. A month? Yeah, because if you remember okay. her yes, friend. Yes. The friend said oh, she hasn't heard from her in a month. Exactly. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. But in that interview, in that video that I watched, de Fernando Rosso, una de las, de, like the neighbors, se llama Margarita, dijo que ella había visto a Maria el día anterior. 
de que llegara la policía. Okay. So she had seen, um, she had seen Maria. She had spoken to Maria for a few minutes. So remember, this happened the 21st of February. She said she had seen her the 20th. Okay, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we're thinking of, uh, you know, dismembering a body, there's blood. Mm-hmm. If he cut her into a million pieces, that means there should be blood. A lot of blood, yeah. A lot, because mm -hmm. it's a million pieces. It's a yeah. lot of blood. Mm -hmm. This neighbor, so-called, seen her the night before, mm -hmm. I mean, the day before. That means he had to work all night long. Yes. That means it happened right after this neighbor saw the mom. Because... I'm remembering, I didn't mention this, la policía llegó como ahí pasando de las 3 de la tarde. Okay. Yes. Ella la había visto el día anterior. No dijo la hora, pero que sí la había visto el día anterior. So, this gave them. Like a perspective. Yeah. So, now they're not sure. Okay. Los forenses dijeron que a lo mejor fueron 15 días. It seems more reasonable to say that it had been a couple of days then automatically the night before because for him to d to dismember a body the way that he must have mm -hmm. using the tools that he did and had time to put her in tupperware put her in the trash put her in the doghouse put her in her bed like and then not have like a crazy bloody scene It, it, it must have taken him days because it's yeah. not possible for it to happen like in one day. And it's like, then you te pones a pensar, ¿por qué tiene que mentir también la yeah. neighbor, right? Like, yeah. If she says she saw her the day before, why, why does she have to lie? Yeah. So it's just, they don't know when it was. They just know it happened. Yes. Also, it could have been a ghost. I'm sorry, I just have to put that in there. Well, I mean, <laughs> with everything we've heard, yeah, I will not say no to you. Yeah, exactly. Stay spooky. It's just, it's, it's just crazy. It's like, insane. You're right. Everything that he did, could that's have happened time. It, it, it couldn't, cause uh, okay. I mean, I've been watching too much fucking true crime, and to admit it, it's been too much. The thought of dismembering a whole body and trying to dispose of it in so many ways doesn't seem reasonable for one whole day it doesn't just doesn't it doesn't but people are creative people, yeah they're yeah. crazy i mean they're crazy people can do things and yeah anyways yeah <laughs> i can't say no it can't happen in a day because we don't it might have happened yeah There's no reason why this neighbor would like she doesn't get anything she doesn't benefit from life she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't no Yeah. De acuerdo al criminalista nocturno, los psiquiatras que evaluaron a Alberto cuando fue detenido dijeron que él no había tenido ningún episodio psicótico cuando cometió el crimen. Dijeron que presentaba con síntomas para ser diagnosticado con un trastorno antisocial, trastes de paranoia y narcisista. Of course, narcissista. But... He was not diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh, wow. When, because when he was being assessed, the, the psychiatrist said 
he never mentioned that he heard voices. Okay. So in this evaluation they did, it didn't come up. My question is how many, did you say psychiatrists evaluated him? Um, they didn't say how many. No. Because didn't he say he heard voices up to the, when he was 15? He said they started at 15. Okay. But during his evaluation, he didn't. He, said, he never brought up the voices. Interesting. So now it's like, was he lying? But also, he if, he, if, he, if he lied the first time, wouldn't it be beneficial if he lied the second time? <laughs> it's mean, just. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's insane. Okay. It, it's insane. Yeah. It is. But it's like, I mean, if he's already been saying, I hear voices. Why, Why not say it? it? Yeah. When they're doing this evaluation, because exactly. I'm imagining when That's they're like doing the evaluation, they're going to be asking about this. Yeah. And it should have been like probably one of the first things you'd, you'd mention. Like, hey, I hear voices. You just killed your mom. And you said yeah. you've been hearing voices. Also, it would have been beneficial to his case because he would have been like off like with that. Like, oh, you know, he hears voices. He's like schizophrenic. He's, you know, he probably did it in a moment of hallucination. And, you know, got trialed for, you know, for, for you know, having an episode. Mm-hmm. And probably not gone to jail, but, like... A, to, like, a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, to rehab. Or, yeah. or like, a psych ward. A psych ward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave him 15 years and five months of jail time. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Esto fue en el 2019. Even worse. Even fucking worse. 15 years, guys. 15 años. Por matar, cortar a su mamá, desmembrar a su mamá, comérsela y, darse, y darle pedazos al perro. 15 años y 5 meses. Wow. They decided to give him jail time. So they put him in jail because they do not believe that he was under a psychotic episode when he killed his mom. His lawyers actually were asking for three years and six months as they were trying to fight and say that he was not sane when he committed the crime, that he had a psychotic episode, that that's why he did what he did. Yeah. So they were asking for three years and six months. Fuck. Three years. Three years. So he, he could have gone out maybe. He would have been out like next year. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Okay. Yeah. The police that um, actually arrived to the scene, they testified Mm -hmm. uh, in the court. And they said that, you know, he just seemed calm. And that he did not appear to be drugged. Oh, wow. And they said he committed to the crime that day. Uh We don't know why he's saying now that he doesn't remember. Okay. But they're like, this is what he told us. Forensics actually found DNA of his mom in his mouth. What? Because yeah, he, he had a eating body. Her. Yeah. Because he was eating her. Yeah. So they found her DNA in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. More proof that shows How that. How much more proof do you need? Yeah. So this person, this man, this monster, let me repeat that this monster is in jail. Okay. El, el diario El Español, well, actually, he wrote two letters to a friend 
while he was where he's in jail. Yeah. Entonces el diario El Español tuvo acceso a estas cartas. Yeah. Que Alberto le mandó al amigo el 2 y el 3 de marzo. Okay. Les voy a leer partes de esas cartas. Um, just a little, I'm just going to read some parts of it. Esto fue lo que Alberto dijo en las cartas. Quote. Os echo un montón de menos a todos. Igual que a mi madre. Yo aquí no estoy a gusto. Espero que me lleven a un centro psiquiátrico después del juicio. Oh, wow. That's one quote. Another one said, Siempre que me levanto y me acuesto, pienso que está siendo una pesadilla. Lo hecho, hecho está, y estaré triste toda la vida. No era yo el que actuaba cuando pasó todo esto. Soy un enfermo mental, y espero que me sirva para el juicio. Wow. This is psychotic. He's victimizing himself. Yeah. Wow. And two more quotes said, No paro de comerme el coco con lo que ha sucedido. Estaba mal hace mucho tiempo y me refugié en las drogas. And the last quote says, Llevaba mucho tiempo oyendo voces y teniendo alucinaciones. Todo esto me llevó a lo peor que me ha pasado en la vida. This is the letter that um, El Español publicó que Alberto había escrito a un amigo mientras está en la cárcel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he clearly understands. He knows what he did. He knows so what he did. So he's all like, he, com he commits. He, I mean, he says, I did this. Yes. Then he's all like, oh, no, no I, I didn't, didn't do this. I don't remember. Yes. And in these letters, clearly remembers. Yes. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. He, You know how he's like, oh, I had like, I don't remember. I blanked out. Like, no. You know what you did. Mm -hmm. Especially you're like, oh, you know, I did this. And like, oh, I don't know. Like, he's. It's yeah. frustrating. Esta fue la historia de Alberto Sánchez Gómez, conocido como el caníbal de ventas. Wow. It's definitely one of those cases that you start thinking like. He's he clearly understands where what he did. He clearly understands the consequences because if you, I feel like if you were, you know, had some sort of mental illness where you don't recall certain things, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be aware of the consequences or like have any sort of like remorse. Not not remorse, but like you would have some sort of remorse because you did it while you were in the influence. But you could tell he has no sense of remorse at all mm -hmm. whatsoever. He's being narcissistic and he's only thinking about himself and the fact that he's going to jail. Um, but also using his quote unquote mental illness to get off easy and get mm -hmm. either, you know, three years in jail or go to a psych ward. Yeah. Because he knows like if he goes to a psych ward, you know, he's going to he's going to pretty much be living a luxurious life oh, yeah. than living in, in prison. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if he's acting dumb. He's definitely on the high road to like try to get like a a luxurious sentence to be more clear, which is fucked up. It's fucked up. He killed his own mother, and it feels like he can get off it easy. I mean, either way, fifteen years is fucking bullshit. Sorry. It is. No, it is. It's. Uh, 
your own mom your mother oh, and i didn't state it I, I forgot um he he had said that he killed her dijo que la mató porque su mamá le hacía la vida imposible wow yeah. She's your mom. Mm-hmm. And she she just she was a single hardworking mother that took care of you. She suffered from depression. But she did the best that she, she could did as the a best mother. She, yeah. I mean they had just lost the dad. Yes. They didn't know how to cope. Exactly. And like you're gonna blame your mother for making your life miserable. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you went to fucking Greece. And fucking experiment with drugs and went all but wild and shit. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it's her fault? Like, you had this opportunity to become a better person and stop victimizing yourself of, of, because, you know, you, you, you could have been something, but you decided to choose the wrong ways and go, go out with uh, people that weren't, you know, great people to you. And you just want to victimize yourself at the end of the day it's it's unfair and blaming it on your own mother it's it's tragic you kill your mom because she's making you your life a living hell like to move be, out yeah exactly let's be honest like what what did she do what how did she make your life a living hell yeah just telling you to clean a room or something like she I, took I, him in and then after the way he treated her after she put that restraining order. Yeah, the restraining still order. Left him in, still in his house. house. In her house, I mean. Yeah. Y que a Miguel le decía la mamá que por qué. Like, yeah. él, como hermano grande le decía, you know, por qué lo dejas yeah. entrar todavía. En un reportaje también se dijo que Miguel cuando lo llevaron a la... To testify. Que él dijo que él nunca vio. Que él nunca... We never witnessed Alberto mistreating their mom. Yeah. So he never he never saw he it. Never he saw just it. knew based on reports. Lo que la mamá quería decirle. Yeah. But it's because you also have to think about it. The mom, the mom loves her child. Yeah. And she's gonna like, kind of put it at ease, like saying like, oh, it wasn't a big like thing. Like minimize it. Yeah. I mean, because that's how moms are. You know, like. They'd rather put the happiness of their own child above theirs or, like, their own pain, their their children's pain above theirs in any circumstances. I mean, if we put it on our own situation, when we see our mothers, we realize that our mom would do anything for us. Oh, yeah. Anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if we were in his situation where, you know, we were kicked out of the program that we were in for school or whatever... Our moms would always be there for us at the end of the day. Whatever thing we do. Like, even when we heard the case of um, El Monstro de, de Toluca. Was it Toluca? The one that I did. Mm-hmm. The one about the where the mom was the one that was talking to to the son in jail. Oh, okay. De los, de los, los perritos, gatitos. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And you realize that he's a murderer. He murdered these women and the mother, you could hear it in her voice that her voice was still like in pain, but it was willing to be there for her son, yeah. even if he was a murderer. Uh-huh. And I feel like this mother would do the same, you know, in if if she was still alive, you know, she would be there for her son, Protect even if he them. was a murderer. Yeah. And it's it 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 puts a very it, it's a heart wrenching situation to realize that 
he didn't appreciate his mother mm-hmm. and he decided to do something so horrendous to her um just because he felt like it yeah can't imagine what she felt those last i can't those last few seconds of her life exactly because when the stuff when you're it's not like they die immediately no so i can't imagine she was aware of who was doing this yes like that's oh my that's just it's like you birth this child yeah you give them everything you could and it's the same person that's gonna like stab you in the back and murder you Mm -hmm. tragic i hope he stays in jail and i mean that's 2019 they give him 15 years so you know, I mean, in all these stories, dicen, oh, vamos a 20 años. Next thing you know, well, we're going to lessen it by five years because of good, good behavior. behavior. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with this it's case. Like, oh, they're rehabilitated. Let's put them back in society. Fuck, are you yeah. kidding me? And this is a, a case, you know, with comorbidity. Like how I said in the beginning, with him, we don't know. You know, it's like, what came first? Was it the mental illness was it the substance use was it a combination of both did one like it's just there was so much going on yeah there was so much going on you yeah. received the help when he needed it and yeah and sadly you know he, he murdered the only person that would probably ever be there for him yeah mm-hmm. but this was the case well, uh, once again, we open the conversation to you guys, and uh, we want to hear what you think. And, um, you know, if you have any opinions or any questions or uh, thoughts on this case, uh, please please let us know um, on our social media. Uh, our username on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok is at SVSM underscore podcast, or on Facebook as Soy Violento Sur Macabro Podcast. And, um, yeah, let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear about uh, the details that you have to, you know, sprinkle in our uh, episode conversations today. Um, also, uh, if you could rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. And uh, if you don't do that and prefer Spotify, uh, follow us on Spotify. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but, yeah, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Stay spooky.